Welcome back to The Daily Poem here on the Close Reads Podcast Network. I'm David Kern, and today is Wednesday, June 24th, 2020. Today's poem is by an American poet named Jill Cress Carn. She's the author of The Figure of Consciousness, William James, Henry James, and Edith Wharton, and her poems have appeared in many places like Alaska Quarterly Review and Carolina Quarterly. She teaches at Villanova University and lives in Philadelphia currently. Uh, what I'm going to do today is actually share a poem that, that we had the pleasure of publishing in Forma Journal. Uh, if you don't know about Forma, you can head over to formajournal.com to, to learn more. We publish a number of poems in each issue. And I, I liked um, this poem a lot and, and wanted to share it. She has three poems in the newest issue. This one is called Unfinished Madonna. And I hope you'll forgive me the audacity of suggesting that a, a poem that was just recently published in a magazine that I edit <laughs> is uh, worthy of putting on the on the podcast. But I think you'll like this one. Um, I think it, it's one that our audience will, will really appreciate. Again, it's called Unfinished Madonna. It goes like this. In the Galleria dell'Accademia in Florence, after a row of marble statues, another Pieta. Nothing like the famous one whose young Madonna, Michelangelo's for certain, shines from marble so lifelike it looks wet with birth. Here there are only beginnings of faces, a rough block of stone, unpolished forms the entire back of the figures. Little detail, though the hands of the dead man draw you in, and the legs, joints so delicate, unbroken, yet almost unhinged. Her hand, imposing, massive, as if she alone could hold this body, her body hardly relevant anymore, only folds of a garment and a head emerging out of the stone. This is not work I would want to do. She does not cradle so much as buttress. There is too much weight to call it tenderness, even if you know how the story ends and who knows what she knew. Unfinished, she droops, if stone can droop, over a dead body, bowed down in grief, gravity pulling her low while she holds him up. No release, that stone from which she emerges not fully emerged, hulking around her, holding her in while the body of her child dangles, thin-legged and spindly as if on strings. She is unmoving, a cavern. She is her own grotto. She is the heaviness of mothering. She takes him in. One of the things that I like about this poem is, um, it's obviously a poem that's about a a statue or, or that has not been finished, it's not been completed. And it captures the details of that vividly. But the form also mirrors that because you have these lines that seem to stop and start, that seem to be suggesting that something is coming or, or ask you to expect something or, or f- kind of force you to, or kind of lead you into a certain degree of expectation about what's going to come in the line. And then we get a dash and the line kind of shifts gears. And I think that that's really thoughtful and, and that's a good match of form and content. Um, and it kind of fits the stops and starts of, of the themes uh, that are in there. And, it, and it, um, it can be disorienting, but it also is the kind of thing that forces you to pause, to slow, and to think. Um, and I think that's really nicely done. She also has another poem that we published in here that I want to share with you. Uh, it's called Holy. It's, it's shorter. Um, and I wanted to share it with you because it covers... A similar theme, and I think that they're good companion pieces together. 
So again, this is Holy by Jill Kreskar, and it goes like this. My daughter takes communion like a saint. Her eight-year-old reverence is daunting, pure. This firstborn child whose piety takes shape against the backdrop of organza gowns. At first I thought her joy was in the dress. Yet when I see her face upon returning, it is as if I'd never given birth. She stands separate, serene. While I am numb, her holiness, pale shroud, makes me discreet. Sometimes I want her back inside the womb, intoxicated with her mother's blood. Her face, my lines, my mouth, her father's eyes. Next time, will I go up all on my own? Yes. I may only stand and watch her go. So, obviously, in both of these poems, we have this concept of motherhood. Of the heaviness of mothering, if you will, but also of the joy of the, on the one hand, the standing and, and only being able to watch, but on the other hand, the supporting, uh, the bearing, um, the things that, that being a mother, being a parent in general, but especially being a mother entail. The fact that sometimes you watch in awe and other times you, you're bowed down in mourning. Um, sometimes things are so beautiful you can't help but stare and sometimes things are, are difficult and you can't help but, uh, but feel weighed down as if uh, by gravity. And so I thought these two poems were, were really lovely and, um, and worth reading together here on the show. So I'll read them each one more time uh, for you, and then that'll be it for today. So again, this is Unfinished Madonna by Jill Kreskarn. In the Galleria dell'Accademia in Florence, after a row of marble statues, another Pieta, Nothing like the famous one whose young Madonna, Michelangelo's for certain, shines from marble so lifelike it looks wet with birth. Here there are only beginnings of faces. A rough block of stone, unpolished, forms the entire back of the figures. Little detail, though the hands of the dead man draw you in, and the legs, joints so delicate, unbroken, yet almost unhinged. Her hand, imposing, massive, as if she alone could hold this body, her body hardly relevant anymore, only folds of a garment and a head emerging out of the stone. This is not the work I would want to do. She does not cradle so much as buttress. There is too much weight to call it tenderness, even if you know how the story ends, and who knows what she knew. Unfinished, she droops. If stone can droop over a dead body, bowed down in grief, gravity pulling her low while she holds him up. No release, that stone from which she emerges not fully emerged, hulking around her, holding her in, while the body of her child dangles thin-legged and spindly as if on strings. She is unmoving, a cavern. She is her own grotto. She is the heaviness of mothering. She takes him in. And this is holy. My daughter takes communion like a saint. Her eight-year-old reverence is daunting, pure. This firstborn child whose piety takes shape against the backdrop of organza gowns. At first, I thought her joy was in the dress. Yet when I see her face upon returning, it is as if I'd never given birth. She stands separate, serene, while I am numb. Her holiness, 
pale shroud makes me discreet. Sometimes I want her back inside the womb, intoxicated with her mother's blood. Her face, my lines, my mouth, her father's eyes. Next time, will I go up all on my own? Yes. I may only stand and watch her go. This has been The Daily Poem. Thanks so much for listening. I'll be back tomorrow with another poem for you.